When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You ready for cold hoo-hahs? You were telling me that something uh, attached to my body was going to be frozen on Friday. <laughs> it's going to be a cold one on Friday. What is this? I, I didn't come to Texas yeah, you for did. Cold, wa- cold weather. Yeah, you did. I came here to get away from the damn cold weather. In fact, you brought it here. No, you, I didn't. You're, you're respo- hey, by the way, just start off. I got the most loveliest, nicest Christmas card from a beautiful Hispanic woman in the mail the other day, and I just want to tell you thank you. That was very sweet of her. Oh, Senator. thank you. My wife? Yeah. Yes. Beautiful she does Christmas. the cards. Very yes. sweet. Thank you. So, um, okay, yeah, cold weather is going to be here on Friday, and it's going... Well, let's just start there. Why not? Yeah, we, 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 we might as well. Yeah, we got all this other stuff about FBI and border. We have plenty of depressing crap to talk yeah, about. We'll yeah, we'll get to it. Uh, but the weather on Friday is going to be very inhospitable. Um, we're talking about a cold front coming through. Now, the next couple of days is going to be okay. You know, we're even going to see some sunshine the next couple of days. Right. We get to Thursday. <laughs> cold front starts to blow through Thursday afternoon. Thursday actually starts off okay. Thursday afternoon, cold front starts to blow through. By the time you get to 8 p.m., 9 p.m. on Thursday, it's going to feel like a different world. Okay. And we get into the overnight hours. About the time I get here, wind chills could be one or two. One or two degrees. Right, right. And the wind chill, the real feel. That's cold anywhere. Man, it is. <laughs> and, and, and that's the one I concern myself with because that's what you feel. Right, right. You know, that's, uh, that's right. That's what's yes. on your skin. That's what it feels like. It's the actual air temperature is going to be somewhere 15 to 17 degrees. Sure. <laughs> it's well, San Antonio. Well, you, know, you know, I mean, I'm not, I've always tried to be, not be and, and be one of those guys who, who you know, has spent time in, in very cold places. Uh-huh. Who comes around and when it gets a little cold here, you know, some people are like, "Ah, oh, this is nothing." Oh, oh yeah, they do it all the time. Four feet of snow. I don't do that. <laughs> no, right? you don't. And here's the dealio: when it feels like it's one degree, I don't care where you are. It that's matter. cold. It's very cold. That's cold, man. <laughs> if you're in Colorado, that's cold. Matter. If you're in Texas, that's cold. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've told you a couple of times, and I'll just share it again real quick. Uh, high school trip taught me all I need to know about cold weather. We went to, oh, yeah. we went to Colorado, right? And they had a 100-year blizzard while we were there. <laughs> Those are fun. So, I don't know. I'm from Texas, and we'd never, ever experienced anything like that. A little, little flurry here and there. Right. So, I look out of the room before going to bed one night in the parking lot of the hotels full of cars, get up the next morning and look out the same window, and all the cars are gone. Where Everybody left. <laughs> Why did everybody leave? Am I the only one left in the hotel? Every yeah. last car is gone. Where did everybody go? I'm alone in this hotel. I'm a high school junior. Nope. <laughs> no nope. uh, about eight feet of snow you know all, covered all the cars cars were still there yeah they were under snow okay, there's two reasons why i left colorado okay uh, basically winter and bears okay yeah. those two reasons right i don't want to live in Col- the, the winters go on forever in, in maryland it's the same way the winters just go on yeah. and on and on it seems right. like forever to, for spring to come around <laughs> I don't miss that cold crap at all. <laughs> I'll be fine on Friday. Yeah, right. I'll crank up the heat. Sure. I'll layer up. You bet. But I, you know, I, I know like it's it. still South Texas. I don't like it. And in a week, <laughs> right? Oh no, it'll be tropical. We'll be playing or Jimmy Buffett days, music. right? You right. know, drinking margaritas next to the pool, precisely. But I, I, uh, I, I was telling you earlier, I'm going back to remote working like we did during COVID because I'm moving to Mexico. I've had enough of this. I'm going south. <laughs> I'm going close to the equator. Already. I'm going to the equator. I'm Everybody's coming here, and you're going to go there. Absolutely right. Well, I figure it's a nice exchange. <laughs> Mexico. The yeah, there's going to be less people there. You might right. as well go there. The country of the future. Starting on, what, on Wednesday? Yeah. God, yeah. Uh, now, so on that trip I was telling you about, that high school Oh, trip, yeah, 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 yeah. Richard Becker, who was this big linebacker, and myself, big burly football players, we, we didn't want to take, you know, we didn't go to the course on how to ski, because that's for wimps. Skiing is for wimps. Well, the course, taking the course, going to the, oh, oh, going to ski right, school right. is, you know, that's for wimps. Right, right. We're real men, man, so we're going to do this on our own. So what we did was we f- saw another ski lift that nobody was on. We said, <laughs> we said let's get on that because nobody's going to be there. Right. Nobody's riding that ski lift. 
and we'll practice, and then when we come down here, we'll have mastered this, the, the craft, and we'll show off for all the girls. So we get on the ski lift. I fall off the ski lift 20 feet in the air, land in the Ouch. snow. <laughs> I get back on another seat. We go to this top, but as we're getting closer to the top of the mountain, I can't see him. He's two se- right. seats in front of me. I can't see him. Because the snow is blowing so hard. It's like whiteout. Yeah, that's, that's why it was shut yeah. down. You weren't supposed to get on that one. <laughs> so we get up the top of the mountain, man, a hundred-year blizzard, and we're lost. Yeah. We're totally lost. That's a bad place to be, man. Dumb, stupid, don't try this at home. So anyway. Yeah, mountain will kill you. <laughs> what did we know? Both of us South Texas boys. Well, I didn't you know say that. I mean, I, I mean I, where I grew up, it was flat. So I grew up in, the, in Maryland. Yeah. It was flat. You, get, you get into Colorado in the middle of winter. And you think you can go anywhere, right. and it's not true. I mean, we I, I remember uh, uh, I got stuck up in the mountains, uh, d- again, during a blizzard. Yeah. I-25 was closed. You were telling me the story. So we're like, hey, let's just go through Vail. We'll take the mountain pass. It'll be scenic because we're going up to Woody Creek uh, up near Vail. And no, yeah, really, roads on the sides of mountains with no guardrails, and it's all ice. It's scary crap. No, you can have this cold weather. No, you really can't. No. You can have the I cold weather. It. Uh-uh. We're going to get a little dose of it this week. Right. But it's still South Texas. Mm-hmm. I ain't I ain't putting my flip-flops away. No. This, it's going to be fine. This ain't my weather, man. This is but not my weather. But cold sucks. You can, no. It sucks. Mm. I'd much rather I'd I, the, I'd much rather have like ninety one hundred and one degree weather. I'll take than, that all day. Than, than, than you know one degree. I will take that all or day. Minus twenty. Um. So when well, the last time we dealt with and, and by the way, it's not going to snow, folks. It's just no. Not. We're it's, not going to get any it's snow. It's not. 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 It's just going to be bitterly, bitterly cold on Friday. Right. <laughs> but the last time we had that snow, you and I were working from home because oh, of right. COVID. Right. That was crazy. It was nuts. Power went out. And uh, so we had to do whatever we could do. The, the very next day, with all the power out, we did this show <laughs> on our cell phones, holding our cell phones you up. You can tell. The, the boss wanted us on here. Yeah. No, you, can phone. you guys use your cell phones? Yeah, sure, man. We did. We used our cell phones <laughs> to do this show from our homes, sitting in our homes with our cell phones. And get this. Now, Biden is moving everybody to electric vehicles. Of course, cell phones are going to run out of power. Mm. So I went out to my car, which runs on gasoline, fossil fuels, right? And charged, sat there in my car with oh, the engine right, during right. the show. I think I did the same. You thing. did the same yeah. thing. So the whole, so it takes gasoline or fossil fuels to power the world and do a radio show. I don't know why they hate fossil fuels so much. It's the ultimate in recycling. Yes, it is. It's the ultimate in recycling, mm. man. Keeps you nice and toasty and warm <laughs> when the other stuff shuts down. So what do you eat and drink to stay warm? Just to, We'll wrap this up with that. Eat and drink. What oh, do you eat oh, and drink uh, like when it's a cold in, day? When it's a cold day? Yeah, it's a cold day. Like, what uh, warms you up? Well, my wife would get either menudo or... or, or uh, 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 caldo i like tortilla soup okay from tinka taco down the street all right and then i'll probably just coffee i just drink hot coffee all day yeah me too coffee tea you yeah. know warm tea something like that and it's gonna be chilly well and that's just a we, good day to stay we make inside a good chili. And, and, oh, oh chili we yes, make a good chili is chili. delicious during cold weather mm-hmm. cornbread and chili it's so it's so funny because it's called chili i know but you eat it when it's chili and we ain't love that it. something that's what it's gonna be this week <laughs> we we might eat chili all t- chili and tamales all See, week i'm i'm getting nervous i gotta eat plant-based stuff now i just uh, from oh, now until right. february that's right i can't eat anything fun so you can have broccoli warm broccoli warm broccoli can you put cheese on some it Nope. some pea pods <laughs> What? Cheese. Can you put cheese on your broccoli? A couple of flakes. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. Well, I got to lose weight. Got to do what you got to do to get better. Now in February, man. Got to do what you got to do to get well. But my wife, she'll be eating that, she'll be eating that, that menudo and Let me tell you something. Barbacoa uh, we're, crap. We're both married to Hispanic women. Yes, we are. And I, by the way, I had barbacoa and tamales this morning before I came in. But, See how you are. Uh, no, it was good. It's delicious. But I had a V8. My, <laughs> my, my <laughs> wife loves caldo, too. And I'm talking about when she makes it, the whole onion just goes, she just throws a whole onion in, doesn't slice it up, dice it up, throws she, a whole chicken in there. But I was going to ask, did she put the whole chicken the whole in chicken, there? just Bones throws the chicken all, in there yeah. and the whole thing. I don't touch it. I don't, I, it's, uh, Caldo's not my thing. It's just not. But, right. Uh, but I, I will eat her chili all day long. 
I like chili. I like tortillas. Now, I'm getting hungry because we just on the air talking about what <laughs> makes right. us hungry. Well, we'll talk about immigrants when we come back, all right? Yeah, then we'll lose our appetite real quick. <laughs> real fast. <laughs> Stand by to get mad. Um, <laughs> tell you about our friends over at Shirts Funeral Home, your family funeral home who is always there and always ready to work with your family at a moment's notice at 210-658-9224. If you have a current need for a funeral plan, then Shirts Funeral Home is here to help your family with that current need of a funeral plan. Or if you want to think about pre-planning and pre-need, that's designing and planning your own funeral and paying for it today so your kiddos don't have to pay the inflated prices 20, 30, 40 years from now. You know what? This is all a great idea, and your friends over at Shirts Funeral Home can help you at any time, any day of the year. They are there for you on a 24-hour basis at Shirts Funeral Home, your family funeral home at 210-658-9224. As we've been telling you, off and on rain today at 49, moderate temperatures the next couple of days, extremely cold weather moves in Thursday night, very, very cold on Friday, and still cold on Saturday and Sunday, although not as cold as Friday. Friday's the big day. Right now it's 46 at KTSA. Good morning, your commute. Here comes Santa down Santa Claus Land. What a great movie. What a great movie. What movie was this? Elvis. Which movie was it? The Baz Luhrmann movie we just all saw. Oh, the Elvis. 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 Oh, the Elvis movie. Yeah. That was a good movie. Yes. Oh, fantastic movie. All right, prepare to be triggered. Um, <laughs> this is, Here we go. This is absolute uh, malfeasance on behalf of uh, Joe Biden. Who says, by the way, look, here's the deal. Um, the reason the president doesn't go to the border is because he doesn't need to. Um, he's personally in charge and has been running the sitch on Title 42, and we are totally prepared. There will not be any chaos. There will not be a problem. There will not be a surge of people coming across the border when 42 ends. Because Joe Biden has it under control. He's been handling it while floating naked in his, in his pool. That's he, right. He, he's got the border sitch taken care of. It's man. all it's done. All, what worse. are you people worried about? What's wrong with you people? That's what they were saying yesterday on uh, morning puke shows. <laughs> no, it's just, there's nothing wrong. We got no, it handled. It's all, it's all done. The, well, what planet do you have it Hey, man. It's the age of deception. Remember? The age well, of deception. they don't even care. They just outright lie. Well, that's You're what I'm right. saying. Yeah. It's the age of deception. Outright lie. So... Um, it's all going to be taken care of, don't you worry. And the reason we have all these people coming is because Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis and Greg <laughs> Abbott have been begging them to come, right. says ABC. Which, yeah. which I just got to say something about these ABC people. I'm listening, coming in this morning, this is Richard Cantu guy. I'm going to give you three guesses on his lead story, but the first two don't count. What did he lead with? Something with January 6th. That's exactly right. <laughs> I'm Richard Cantu, ABC News, and the January 6th committee will oh, be bringing God. charges against the last president. He won't even say the guy's name. Won't even say his name. Won't the even last say Trump. president. The last and he president. leads with January 6th. We, yes. We've got a record uh, uh, amount of people about to flow across the border. Entire towns have been destroyed. And destroyed. Overrun. Destroyed. Destroyed. And his lead is January 6th. And, and they're going to be freezing, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's going to be cold. And, uh, and they're all over the streets. Yeah. And so you've got, you've got, on planet Earth, which is a big ball in space, the largest humanitarian crisis happens to be right there. I'm pointing at it, right there. Where are we, two, three hours away from... Yeah. Uh, the from largest humanitarian the crisis yeah. on the planet. Right there. And they're talking about how Donald Trump is going to be indicted today by the J6 committee, which is a damn lie. They don't have the ability no. or the power to indict a flea. But the morons are out there going, yeah, I'm going to see him behind bars. Right. You know, and I don't know, and I, I know I've asked you this before, and I'd like to see what you think. You know, I don't, I, I, whether you're talking about the president or the press secretary or John Kirby, or you're talking about any member of the elite press, when they just blanks out lie, okay, are they aware that they're lying, oh, yeah. or are they just mm -hmm. so deluded no, they're they aware don't of it. see what they're saying as a lie? Oh, no, they, they, it, it's all Goebbels, man. It is totally propaganda that's being put out by right. ABC. The others do it, too. I'm just personally but, offended by ABC because we have a connection. Well, yeah, yeah. But NBC does it. CBS does it. They're sure. all doing it. 
and nobody has held these guys to an account. All they're doing, well, okay, so flip the script, right, which is a classic Democrat thing, and they put out now, the Democrats put out their talking points saying, blame Trump, oh, yeah. blame DeSantis, yeah. Yeah. blame Greg Abbott, which Martha Raddatz on her show yesterday morning right. on ABC had Greg Abbott said, it's your fault. She said it to him. Right, which makes absolutely no sense oh, whatsoever. It's insane. But if, again, if you're stupid, well, yeah, it is Donald Trump's fault, and that DeSantis guy was sending him to Martha's Vineyard. It's his fault, too. You got the uh, the guy in Denver, the mayor of Denver now, uh, saying it's an emergency because they got, what, 650 people or something like that? <laughs> you know, and I, I mean, I we were out and about running some errands, and again, you're seeing people now where you never saw people before oh, in no, this Samantha. town. Pushing carts filled with crap, you oh. know, their life's belongings, you know. Well, now here's the big thing. Maybe a dog on a piece of rope, right, you know. Right, Here's the big thing. Uh, th- th- <sighs> Joe Biden, back during the 2019, uh, when he was campaigning to be president in 2019, he was encouraging people to come here. And the sound bites are out there. If you want to go find the, the YouTube video of him saying, please come, everybody come. I want them. I want people to come. And he said, I'm going to give you health care. Now, this this ought to burn people up in America. The number one cause of bankruptcy in America is that people get behind on their health care payments. Yep. And the only answer they have is to file bankruptcy to right. protect themselves from the courts who are coming after them to get those health care costs covered. So somebody has a catastrophic thing happen. You kind of know a little bit about catastrophic health care issues. Yes, it's, you do. It's amazing the prices of what health care cost, just in general. So Obamacare has done nothing to help with, nope. with people going into to health care debt. It's the number one cause of people in America f- having to file yeah. bankruptcy, and yet you still have to get up and go in when it's 15 degrees outside to earn money to pay taxes to give these people coming in the country illegally, give them health care. Right, and, and, and it, it's, it's, it's noxious, it really is, because you're not just giving them health care, right? Now we're talking about affordable housing. Yep. Right now, you, you, the kids got to go to your school. You, you got to provide health care or education for the kids. You got to right. provide health care for the kids. Right. You got to provide all this stuff. Uh, uh, that's why they're coming here, because you and I both know you put the word out as they did, and it echoes around the world. And suddenly, it's get to America, get to America, get to America. And the the truly noxious part is none of this had to happen. Oh no. And. It's also political. This is just about changing the political dynamics of this country. That's all it is. Well, let's talk about we that. don't care. Just vote Democrat. Yeah, that's that's let's talk about screw that. the American people right. and, and how hard they work and the amount of money they provide for us to do whatever the hell we want to do. Right. Uh, forget them. Okay, we're going to give you, they will give you all this stuff if you just get here. Well, let's talk about that for a second because that's an important component of what we're talking about. And at the risk of sounding xenophobic or racist, it has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with the color of anybody's skin who is coming here or anything like that. These people that we're importing, we're importing poverty. They are impoverished people who right. we are bringing into our country. You're not bringing in prosperity. You're not bringing in people who are even prepared to bring this country prosperity. You're bringing in people who are prepared to bring us poverty. There's a big difference. They're not prepared for the jobs of the future. I keep saying this, and I, I, I hope it cuts through with some people. The jobs of the future, what they are coming here and what they are equipped to do, those jobs are being placed by replaced by automation. I'm very familiar with ag work. I had a farm. I had a ranch. I'm very familiar with it. A lot of ag work these days is done by machines, machines, and that's going to continue to grow. We don't need people to come here and do that. No, it's all right. We'll just give them government checks on unemployment. That's that's exactly why we're going. As long as they just keep voting Democrat. That's exactly where I was going. So what you're doing is you're bringing in... You're going to explode the welfare state beyond yeah. what you and I, the taxpayers, are going to be able to afford. We won't right. be able to afford the welfare state that's here. We nope. can't take no, care of it. No way. It'll collapse. It'll collapse upon itself. I mean, we can't. We can't support the weight of it. I mean, we've already got five million that have made it here. Right? Roughly is what the estimates In are. Two years, five million. Two years, five million. We're going to be getting that. Well, we're going to be getting one million every two months now. Approximately so seven and a half million a year. Five six months. 
we're going to uh, double what we've already brought in over the past couple of years. Correct. There's no way it can be supported. No. There's no, no. physical. I'm not a financial genius. I'm not either. But I know enough about basic economics. And I've worked in the, you know, I've been in the 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 work the employment market my whole life. There's no way this can be supported. But they don't care. Well, let's look. Let, they let, don't care. Take take another look at another aspect of what's happening in America. And I don't want to overrun people's heads with economic stuff. So we'll keep it real simple here. But you also have at the same time you're importing all this poverty that will depend on taxpayers to take care of them. You also have the largest number of population in the United States retiring they're called the boomers yeah yeah they are going to be drawing and down you and i behind them right? yeah, well yeah. and they are drawing down on the <laughs> same system that you're bringing in millions from around the world to draw down on it is unsustainable there is no way that we can generate enough tax income in the united states to take care of the baby boomers who are retiring right now right and all the people they're bringing in it doesn't make it there's it's, it's no a, way to make that work well it's a perfect storm yes it is and again if you add intentionality to it then it kind of makes sense from their perspective well you want these five million ten million eleven million people we're going to bring in to vote republic or democrat forever and you want to crash the economy that's what's going to happen you want to crash the economy because you, what their my belief is and i think you're you believe the same thing is the goal is to create a third world country is to take america down to its knees to where only a handful of people are required to run the whole damn thing and you and I are living in Venezuela. You and I and everybody else. The equality part comes from the fact that we're all going to be eaten out of the same dumpster. But that's the plan. It's awful. That's what they want. And it doesn't have to be this way. We can talk more about this after the break. And we have some Twitter stuff to talk about, too. Oh, yeah. Big yeah. Twitter news this weekend. So we'll do that, too. BG Products. Okay, here we go. Uh, I'm going to go and have the car serviced uh, probably today, if, if not today, tomorrow for sure. And the reason I do that is before any time we're going to have a severe freeze, I want fresh oil in there. I want them to check, of course, my fluid levels, the antifreeze and all that stuff. But I also want a fresh batch of BG inside the engine. Now, why? Because it binds itself to the parts inside the engine, so you always have uh, lubrication in there. Uh, this is super important on extremely hot days and extremely cold days like Friday will be, is having that protection inside of your engine. Plus, having a clean fuel system is a big difference maker in the price of what you're paying at the pump. Folks, it's called BG, as in boy-girl, BG products. They're available wherever you have your oil changed, and right now is probably a good idea to have your vehicle serviced and add the BG before the cold, cold gets here on Friday. BGfindashop.com. Imagine no more to Hey, baby. Hoorah. Oh, thank yeah. you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Smooth jazz Christmas time. Here we go. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. <laughs> is that Lou Rawls? Let it is. your heart be light. <laughs> He's so cool. He's so cool. Yeah. From Lou. now on, our troubles will be out of sight. <laughs> So we'll we'll get to we'll get to Twitter after the top of the hour. So every year, over at Lackland for the basic trainees, right? They would bring in Lou Rawls for the Fourth of July and do a big concert with fireworks right. and all that stuff. Right. I was there to introduce him, <clears throat> and we're standing backstage, and a guy comes over and hands me the wireless microphone, and I'm standing there talking to Lou Rawls. Which was kind of a cool experience. Right. And a band starts to play, and they say, your turn to introduce him. So I go out there and say, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, blah, blah, blah. It's Lou Rawls. So I go backstage, and I hand him the microphone standing backstage. Well, I'm thinking he's about to walk out and sing, but no, he's still standing there talking to us while the band's playing. I've already introduced him. <laughs> Lou, you got to go sing. Right. Well, he starts singing backstage to us, those of us standing around that little circle. Oh, wow. Wow. And then, and then he goes, I'll be back in a minute. And he goes walking he out. He goes out. Says, oh, wow. so cool. He's so smooth. That is very cool, yeah. man. Yeah. Very cool. We all have little memories like that. <laughs> 
But uh, I love the you know the the jazzy kind of Christmas music like that. I, I like the loungy jazzy Christmas music more than anything else. You know, Sinatra's got some that are really Sinatra. Cool. I, I you know, and uh, and my wife says that's white people's Christmas music. But you know what? You're right. <laughs> it is the white man's Christmas music. Well, everything doesn't have to be racial. Come on now. Well, you know, and uh, uh, but that that is the, my favorite kind of. What, what's your least favorite kind of Christmas Mariah music? Mariah Carey, I'm so done. I'm yeah, so I'm done with over her. They, they, she's they, always on doing? The, at the Dollar Tree. Every time I go to the I Dollar Tree, I hear They're Mariah calling Carey. her the queen of Christmas now. It's one damn song, it's man. It's one, one song. Of course, it's the most popular, and everybody says when they hear that song, they know it's Christmas time. But I'm so done with it, man. So over it. I'm done with that. I can't do the Mernheim Steamroller. I'm not really into that. Oh, Mannheim Steamroller. No, I'm not really into yeah. that. I like, I like loungy... Like right. what Ken Slavin does, well, like, like loungy, like and Lou Rawls, Frank Sinatra, stuff like that. I like the stuff. I I still like some of the traditional stuff, right? That's cool. That's all right. Um, but I like the stuff that's kind of off the beaten path, right? You know, right? right. Like this morning, Jimmy played uh, Dean Martin's version of Blue Christmas, the old Elvis Presley song. Oh wow, it's a wow. great version of that song. Right, right. I like that. Well, did Dean Martin do a bad version of something? No. <laughs> no. I was just YouTubing him two nights ago. Loving every bit of it. Oh. Saturday night I was YouTubing Dean Martin. He's the yeah, especially at Christmas time. I mean, there are songs that I can't stand beyond the Mariah. Like the the Paul McCartney song I can't stand. Wonderful Christmas time. Right. I hate that song. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of some of the others that I just have, I've I've heard just one too many times. Well, and you have the ones that are really depressing, like um, uh, the John Lennon "So This Is Christmas" song. Well, yeah, it's political, yeah, right? And, you know, I'm not into that this time. Of year. I'm not either. Hit, I'm hit not me either. with your politics later, and I, we'll deal with it. But but uh, right now, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear something that's a little bit cheery and happy. Oh, he played a little while ago. He played the Carpenters. Have yourself a merry little. Was it Have yourself a merry little Christmas? By the carpenters, whatever it was, it was fantastic. Great. I think Stevie Nicks doing "Silent Night" is one of my favorite because "Silent Night" is probably my favorite Christmas song all, of all fantastic songs. Christmas it's just song. it's gorgeous poetry, yeah, but Stevie Nicks doing that is is a uh, is is a great version. We'll have to whip that up this week. Yes, we will. We'll, we'll we'll get that out this week and play that and some of the other I, stuff. I also got uh, let's see, um, I because uh, I make a Christmas mix every year. Although people don't have CD players anymore, <laughs> so I just make one for myself. Yeah, right. Right. I got Ronnie James Dio doing "God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen." How is it? Is he good? God rest ye merry yeah. gentlemen. So it's like that. It's great. He's actually know. screaming as well. Oh way yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god. I got some weird crap on that mix. Well, Amy Grant's got some really good Christmas music. Some of her stuff. Oh is yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I think Sleigh Ride that she did is one of the finest versions of that record you ever right, hear. Right. Right. And a lot of people point to Nat King Cole, and I'm a huge King Cole fan. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, for his version of the Christmas song, chestnuts <clears throat> roasting on an open fire, great stuff. Any Nat could have sung, you know, the phone book, and it would have been great, right? But Mel Torme's version of that record, <laughs> seriously. But it, but it, but it, does he that scat version. on it? Doing scat? No, no, he doesn't scat on it because he keeps it all slow and easy right, all the way right. good. But Mel Torme's version of a Christmas song blows your head just wow right so right right anyway okay we'll take a quick break we'll come back do the days after the top of the hour we'll talk twitter nonsense because some more twitter news came came out over the weekend where in rima ktsa this is chris canipa with connecticut and san antonio in the lane snow is glistening a beautiful sight tony bennett We're happy tonight yeah Walking in a winter wonderland. Hey, Mr. Bennett. Mr. Bennett. Nice stuff. 751 KTSA with Ware and Rima. So, what day is it? It's a soccer free day. That's what it is. <laughs> okay, we're going to no talk about it. No more stinking soccer. <laughs> it's all over. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> okay. All right. So, then, uh, <laughs> I get my living room back. I'm sorry. Uh, it's National Emo Day. Okay. I never went emo. Mm. I thought emo chicks smelled funny. Okay. Uh, it's <laughs> National Art. <laughs> national what? <laughs> I was just thinking about what I was thinking about oh, emo chicks. Okay. They all smell like tarantulas uh-huh. for some reason. Uh, it's National Hard Candy Day. Okay. You into hard candy? Uh, you bet, man. You bet. National Harry Day. You into Harry? Harry? <laughs> As in Harry or Harry? The dude named oh, Harry. No. Any, any dude named Harry, give him a big old squeeze today. All right. If you run into a Harry. Okay. 
These are fascinating today, aren't they? They really are. Really have your your, your, your rapt attention. This is really just fascinating crap. Trying to stay awake. National Oatmeal Muffin Day. Okay. Clean you out. Clean out. Well, I need some fiber. I've been eating lots of fiber. Well, there you go. That's good for you. I should probably eat a National Oatmeal Muffin Day with a dude named Harry Mm -hmm. while sucking on some hard candy and uh, applying the the black eyeliner. Right. And we got all our days covered. That's it? That's all of them? Thank God. Thank God they're done. Emo. That was really kind of an embarrassing moment in the human experience, wasn't it? The whole emo thing? Uh, it was a terrible moment. Uh, when was that, by the way? 90s, I would say. Was it the 90s? It was the younger, slightly younger people. Was that the one that used to talk and everybody thought he was a... Uh, that was a comedian named Emo, Emo Phillips. But the emo movement... Was all the depressing kids with the black eyeliner? Oh, I remember and, that and, too. And the, dye their hair black, and they're always upset about stuff. But what? <laughs> let's see, I thought there was a doll something for Christmas, and it used to talk, and it was well, named that was emo. the red doll, the red Sesame Street emo. Yeah, yeah, okay. I can't, I can't keep it all straight in my mind. I think it's I don't know if they're talking about the damn Muppet or if they're talking about emo. I don't. know. Who knows? It doesn't matter actually. So, it doesn't really matter. But it doesn't. Unless Emo starts putting on some black eyeliner, then things might get a little weird. Well, that, that, that would be strange. So, um, speaking of Emo, Elon, <laughs> I don't know, I'm trying to, make a, trying to make a connection, continues to put out more Twitter files. Right. And we're gonna, we'll, we'll just dabble on this for now. We'll take a break for the news. We'll come back after the top and get into it more. But these Twitter files that came out over the weekend showing that the FBI was more involved with canceling people than we, as a people in America, should should allow. Um, that, in fact, the way that Matt Taibbi put it, Twitter was basically a subsidiary of the FBI. Well, and it, what got me is it just wasn't Twitter also. It was across the board. It was all of them. In to a certain extent. F- in fact, the FBI San Francisco agent Elvis Chan under oath said, I remember weekly meetings at Facebook, Microsoft, right. Google, Twitter, Yahoo, at Verizon Media, Wikimedia Foundation, Reddit, and on YouTube and the other LinkedIn. So they were doing, they were controlling speech in America through all of these, not just Twitter. And to the point where there were 80 full-time FBI agents, there were 12 on staff at more than 12 on staff at Twitter. 80 full-time agents at the Bureau. 80 agents. Who sat around and monitored what was said on Twitter and these other platforms and would call Twitter and say, you need to take that down, you need to take them off, and give us their location. Right. So That if, was the creepiest part, too, So if I tweeted something, and by the way, it was conservatives, right? Right. It was any any conservative that said anything that would be detrimental to the cause of Democrats and positive for conservatives like a conservative saying, hey, make sure you go vote. It's voting day. Make, they would immediately call Twitter or send them a note. They had a direct channel and say, you need to take that down, and Twitter always did because they were working for them. They did, and they even went after accounts that not a lot of people even really followed that's what's funky to me i mean like the baldwin kid yeah billy baldwin nobody really he didn't have a huge follow followership no but they went after him it was anybody so it's not just the big accounts no it's anybody right. who is saying something contrary your government your united states free speech first amendment government was ordering these social media companies, and as Elvis Chan said, and he was a San Francisco agent for the FBI, that it was happening at all the others and not just Twitter, then free speech anywhere you were was being destroyed by your government in order to meddle in the 2020 election and most recently in this just past midterms. They did it in the midterms as well. They want to control the dialogue. They want to control the messaging. They want to control free speech. And uh, Taibbi uh, even pointed out that there's, it, it, based on the threads that just came out, and he's got one more batch, I think, that he's going to drop. Today. That's the coup de grace, is what he says. Today. Uh, that, uh, and Ta- Taibbi had said this, that the FBI, your FBI, is actually working more on finding crap on you, meaning collectively us, than they are going after terrorists and they are going after you know, child molesters. 
than they are going after actual criminals. Think about that for a second. Well, you know, <clears throat> remember, we're old enough to remember that at the same time that all this was going on and Twitter and they, the FBI was focused on what was being said on Twitter, we had guys going in and applying for guns and doing the FBI background check, and they were passing the FBI background check, although they should have never passed the FBI background check because there was stuff in their background that was well-known right. Right. that should have kept them from getting a gun. Then they would get the gun, and they would go to a school or right. their place of employment, and they'd shoot the place up. And Sutherland Springs was a prime example. And come to find out afterwards that the information wasn't included on the FBI background check. Why? Because the FBI is focused on what you're saying on Twitter. (laughs) They're not minding the store. They're not minding the store, and so these people with red flags all around them. They were red. They were totally red. Right. You know, every one of these kids, uh, that stuff comes out at some point that they, everybody knew, and they'd had interactions with law enforcement. Law enforcement's too, you know, concerned, again, with what Trey Ware's posting, with what I'm posting, what you're posting out there. Uh, that's their primary concern, apparently. They've been completely compromised. And the chilling part of it is they were demanding the location info so they could, quote, follow up with those who tweeted that. And if you're a Democrat and you think they're not going to come after you, you're full of crap. So more on this and the rest of the news of the day coming up with Warren Rima, KTSA. What's happening on our border is absolutely infuriating. This is the job of the President of the United States, according to the Constitution, is to protect and defend our borders, protect and defend the sovereignty of this country. We are being invaded. There's no other way to put it. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's pretty odd how they continue to maintain that everything's cool and under control and Biden's working on it. But Peter Ducey was just reporting on Fox. There's We have heard of no plan, there is no plan. Uh, of, of any change in policy. None whatsoever. Once 42 goes away in two days. You look at the video uh, in El Paso, and they're all lined up, ready to hop, ready to go, man. Well, let's talk about the video for just a second, because Tony Gonzalez, representative from Texas, this area, released some video over the weekend that showed these pods, which are basically rooms that yeah. these people are going in. They're, they're meant to hold 100. They've got more than 500 per room now. Nowhere for anybody to sit down or lay down. Everybody's standing up. One bathroom, which is clogged up and overflowing, and you've got all these people. Remember back in the Trump years, ABC and the others would scream when they showed the video of these people lying around in those aluminum uh, blankets. Oh, they look like baked potatoes. They're tacos wrapped up in aluminum foil. All that stuff is what you heard back then. You're not hearing that now. And all that video, Sean, of all those people, kids in cages and everything else that we've heard so much about. Yeah, I mean, no, it's it's a double standard, obviously. You know, it's uh, they, they, and, and they, what's what's being revealed here. Apart from the ignorance of a lot of people, because I heard you talking about this earlier, and it's true. Uh, if you're uh, a liberal idiot and you're getting most of your information from one of the three networks or, you know, uh, CNN or MSNBC, more than likely, you really have no idea this is even going on. You, you have no realistic idea this is going on because they're not reporting it. All you're hearing is that, well, Greg Abbott is sending people to these towns, and they're not ready to accept these people, and, uh, and, and, and DeSantis is doing this. You're hearing that narrative. Okay, you're not, because you, you, my point being is there's a whole lot of people in this country that, have, that are, really don't care that this is going on or don't know that this is going on to the extremes that it is, and it's going to be knocking on their door real fast, man, because well, we're talking millions of people. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Millions. Five million in two years, and now it's jumping up to 7.5 million per year when Title 42 goes away. Think about that. The El Paso mayor, his name is Oscar Leeser, he's a far-left progressive oh, yeah. Democrat. So he has, last Thursday, a city council meeting in which all the people on the city council and all the people on his staff and the city manager of El Paso and everything, they have people sleeping all over the streets, they have people walking on the highway, sleeping on the highway in 20-degree weather. And we're going to talk about the weather here in a second. And they say, you need to declare a state of emergency. And he refused to at the city council meeting to the point where, you know that little bitty skinny microphone that's on the podium? 
He picked it up off the podium and walked off with it so God. people couldn't talk. Now, that's democracy in action, isn't it? The reason he did that is because he knew that if he de- had to declare a state of emergency, it would make the Biden administration look like the liars that they are. Because they are. They are. <laughs> so Saturday, Every single one of those towns should declare a state of emergency. So Saturday, he had to go ahead and declare a state right. of emergency on Saturday based on what's coming. The flights out of El Paso and other places are absolutely nuts as they're putting so many people on these Airbus. They're leaving every hour full, and they're going. They're they're actually flying them to Laredo <laughs> and places like that along the border to process them there. It's out of control. There is no border anymore. It does not exist. There is no border. And remember what Trump used to say: if you don't have a border, you don't have a country. And 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 the the other part of it that I can't stand is when they start talking about, well, these are people that just want to start their lives over, these are dreamers, as if they care about these people. Okay, it's a nightmare for the American people because this is going to be a burden we can't bear. It's going to affect our lives at every different level, right? Economically, crime's going up. I mean, not everybody coming across the border is somebody seeking a better life, you know what I mean? Uh, and yet they act like they, the people on the left act like they care about these people. They don't. They don't care at all. No. They couldn't care less about these people. If they show up in the wrong city, they're declaring an emergency. They don't care if these people, and some of them are kids, are lying on the streets in El Paso. They don't give a crap. As long as it's going on here and not going on there, they're fine with it. But you know what? It's coming. Well, and it was <laughs> invited to your part of the world. It man. was invited by Joe Biden. He Absolutely said it many it times when he was campaigning for president. He said right. it over and over again. We want you to come. We're going to give you health care. We're going to give you all this stuff. So they're not coming here to better their lives. No. They're coming here to get free stuff. Now, this is going to sound racist and xenophobic. I don't really don't care. You can say whatever it is. It has nothing to do with their skin color, but these people are not prepared for the economy of the future. You're importing poverty, not prosperity. They're not prepared for anything. This is huge. This is a big deal, man, because we're talking about the future of our nation is going to radically change as all these people are coming in. But let's talk about short term. Friday, we're talking wind chill factors 10 below to 10 above in San Antonio. So you have a ton of these people now who are coming across, and they are sleeping on our streets. They're sleeping on the streets of El Paso. They're sleeping on the streets of Austin and Houston and all these other cities. They're just sleeping everywhere. In fact, to the point where there was a story over the weekend how they're displacing U.S. citizens from shelters for illegal aliens who are coming in. Sure, sure. Well, and a few of them are going to lose their lives. That's it. And it's going to be on Joe Biden's head. And no, it'll be Donald Trump's fault. Well, it'll be MAGA America's fault. Of course. You know, because that's, look, that, that, that they created this crisis for political reasons. You and I both know that. Okay. And now, it, now the turn is going to happen. You've already started to hear this. It's Donald Trump's fault, policies of the Trump era. It's DeSantis. It's Greg Abbott. They're the ones who created this crisis. Now it's all going to be Republicans, Republicans, Republicans cause this. Yeah, I, I talked about that all morning this morning, yeah. how Martha Raddatz on yeah. ABC, Martha Raddatz, who is a far-left extremist, and they position her as some, you know, moderate, you know, whatever. And over the weekend, she had Greg Abbott on on her Sunday morning show, and she says, it's your fault. It's, it, it's you, you're the one who says there's an open border, and that's what's encouraging them to come. She said it to Greg. It's Donald Trump's fault because Donald Trump keeps talking about an open border. It's Ron DeSantis's fault. She's blaming all the Republicans. All right, she sure. is is a good little soldier who got her talking points well, from Joe right. Biden, and that's what they're all going to be saying. Of course, the the press secretary Jean, whatever the hell her name is, has said it a few times already. That these are, you know, we're still trying to. She said it in months past, where they're trying to clean up the mess that Trump's immigration policy created. That's insane. Created, That's insane. Which doesn't make any sense because if you look at the timeline, it's all you need to know. You look at the timeline as far as what the immigration rate was the day that Joe Biden took office, and what it was a week later after he rolled back many of these policies, and it's plainly obvious. But if you're a moron again, and you're not, you're just getting small amounts of information like this guy on the overnight here at ABC, yeah. you're not, you're not going to believe any of this. Well, he he leads with J6. He leads with January his, his 6th. His lead story. This is, the border has collapsed, and all these people are coming across, 
and his lead story is January 6th committee is going to indict Donald Trump today. They're not going to do any such thing. They can't indict anybody. No, no, they can't. But that's it's the a, lead story. It's a non-story. So all they're trying to do is, number one, switch the blame onto right. the sure. Republicans and ignore it. And if you don't talk about it, then it's going to go away. Well, this is not going to go away. And when you're talking about, Sean, importing all this poverty, and that's what they're doing, importing poverty, at the same time getting rid of what made us so prosperous as a nation, fossil fuels, that made us prosperous as, as a country, you're getting rid of that, so you are decimating an area of prosperity for the United States and importing poverty. How does that work? It works if you want America to be a third world asshole. If that's what you want here, if you think these silly rubes have too much uh, say in their own government, they have too much free speech, look at these gun-toting weirdos, we're going to fundamentally change America, this is how you do it. This is very obviously how you do it. You import a whole other country, that it, it, you create an economic situation that cannot be sustained. There's no way. There's and no way. People are going to die, and they don't care. People have already died. you got 300-odd people dying every day because of the fentanyl. They don't care about people. They, they care about recreating this country in, in, a, in a fascist state because they believe they'll be the ones running the whole gig. That's the only way you can explain the FBI oh, no. and the DOJ going as rogue as they have. That's exactly what's going on is they are, you got to tear it down yeah. to rebuild it. Yeah. And, and, and that's part of this plan for the road to communism. And we're sitting here watching these people do this brick by brick and piece by piece. I mentioned this morning that while this is going on and you're importing all this poverty that all of us who are working stiffs in this country have to pay for because they've made promises for health care and education and affordable housing and food and everything else they're going to take care of these people well at the same time you've got the largest population that this country has ever known called the baby boomers and they are retiring they're starting to draw down on the system so while they're drawing down on the system that they worked so hard to build by the way You've got poverty coming in that's also going to draw down on the system. And you are getting rid of what made us prosperous. Well, I would... <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you know. you're, you're not going to recognize this country in three months. It's like, oh, you're God. just not. I mean, it's... it's it's. But again, in my opinion, it's intentional. Uh, this is the plan. This is what they've wanted for a long time. Sure. They're yeah. ideologues. They've they've uh, been reading Karl Marx their whole stinking lives. They, they think this is, the, this is what they want. It's insane. And the young people, I'm sorry, again, and a lot of people who are on that side are not well-informed. They're not getting a lot of information. They're believing everything that's spoon-fed into their noggins. Biden's on top of this. It's a Republican thing to make the Democrats look bad. You know, it's not that the border's secure. Don't you worry your pretty little head. You know, I mean, that's exact. And they buy it. And they oh, believe sure. It. Sure. Meanwhile, he, uh, over the weekend, he said that his Uncle Frank. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. Fought in the Battle of the Bulge and won the Purple Heart, but he never got it. Mm. So when Joe became the vice president, which was 2009. Right. That. He went and got a Purple Heart for his uncle and took it to his uncle. Any record of this ever happened? <laughs> and gave it to his uncle. His uncle says, I don't want the damn thing. I don't want the damn thing. And he, they all laughed about it. And he pinned it on his uncle when he was vice president, pinning the Purple Heart on his uncle who fought so bravely at the Battle of the Bulge. problem is... Joe became vice president in 2009. His uncle died in 1999. <laughs> I hadn't heard this one. This one got by me. Really? His, His uncle, uncle died in 1999. He's claiming he put the purple heart on him in 2009. That's what he says. <laughs> Dude, if you're going to lie... I believe he did make it. Make it a lie that it will at least survive a 24-hour... You know, I, I believe he did it. I, I think he walked over to the guy. They exhumed him. He walked in the coffin. <laughs> I'm a dead guy. It's like Weekend at Bernie's. He's looking a little dusty there, but I think we can get it on there. <laughs> weekend at Joe's. <laughs> Blow the dust I off the uniform. That story. I, did, I missed that one. So he actually was claiming he gave his yeah. Frank. And Uncle I don't Frank. want the damn thing. And he gave it to him anyway, but and he'd been dead he'd for 10 years. for 10 years. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lifestyles Unlimited is your real estate mentor education group. 
here at Lifestyles Unlimited to teach you how to invest in real estate and start making money in real estate. Real estate is always going to be around, right? We're not making any more of that stuff. So the prices continue to go up and you continue to benefit when you invest in Lifestyles Unlimited in, the, in real estate through Lifestyles Unlimited. Let them show you how. You're going to learn step-by-step how to invest in single-family and multi-family properties and start making a financial future for your family, for yourself, even leaving behind a legacy of financial freedom for your family. Just go to their website, financialfreedomlivestream.com, and make sure you use my name as your promo code. That's WARE, W-A-R-E. That's financialfreedomlivestream.com, promo code WARE. Check it out. Off and on rain this morning at 49. The rain should get out of here a little bit later on this afternoon. Moderate temperatures the next couple of days. Thursday afternoon is when the big change comes in. Friday, it will be extremely cold on Friday. Please plan for that. 46 right now at KTSA. Good morning. Still working that out. Oh, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and heaven and nature sing. That's good stuff from Nat King Cole. Nat King Cole. He's the man. Mm-hmm. He was. He yeah. was smooth with a capital S, man. Yes, sir. And he was a fan of San Antonio. Oh, was he? I, I, I think I'd heard that somewhere. The East Side Club he used to come to all the time just to hang out. He could just say a word and just let it hang there for a while before he even got to the second syllable. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Jack. Mm-hmm. Frost roasting mm-hmm. on. And, you know what I mean? <laughs> he was so smooth. He was. So man. clean, man. He just he had, was the great. He had the best sound. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Love all that old stuff from him. Okay, so you got anything you want to toss in real quick before we take the bottom of the hour break, yeah? Uh, Megan and Harry want an apology from the royal family. Should they give it to him? I don't give a crap either way. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel about that, well, it. Well, I mean, I didn't watch any of their documentary, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> six episodes of how they want their privacy. And I guess they they showed the final episode yeah. and they want an apology and a royal summit uh-huh. with the rest of the family, you know. Okay, yes. So that we can talk over this little racism thing. Right. And nobody cares, Megan and Harry. Sit down. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, dude. Although it's the number one series on Netflix. Did the it, did number it? Really? one, number it? one series people on Netflix. It. People are watching oh, it. God. Yeah, I know. Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly who they are. Democrats. Left-wing nutjobs watching Megan they're and the Harry. Only, they're the only ones who give a crap. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's obvious the whole thing on her behalf was a setup, right? She's totally oh, kidding. Yeah. She's a fame hog. and Who couldn't see that coming, man? I mean, Harry. <laughs> when, when, when you take a camera crew to the bathroom or wherever right. else you go with you, you're pretty much a fame hog. And uh, but but you know the other side of that is you know the the royal family can be not so pleasant to people. So. You know. <laughs> I know, but you don't have to go to work and spend nine hours a day laying tile on a on a roof. You know what I mean? She's not doing that. No, he was, and he was. What's sad about him is he was an impressive guy, military service, helicopter pilot, all that <sighs> stuff. Not anymore. And he just let her take over his whole stake in life. You man. know what that feels like, don't you? I've been there. <laughs> so I got the hell out. <laughs> Quick break. More wearing rhyming coming up. Window World will keep you warm and toasty this time of year and when the summer rolls around to keep you nice and cool in your home. Why? Because Martin Bomba's team at Window World have come up with the most energy-efficient windows that money can buy anywhere. They are the best replacement windows for your home and your office right here at Window World. Why don't you give them a call today? At uh, 210-767-0995, that's 210-767-0995 at Window World, and meet with them before the end of the year and start off 2023, the new year, by looking forward to your brand new windows for your home. They look fantastic. They have the industry-leading warranties, and the best part is you're going to pay less than anybody else, all the competitors. Why? It's volume selling. They are the best windows you can put in your home. Energy efficiency like no other window out there. Get a free on-home quote from my friends at Window World. We did it, and we love our Window World windows. i got to tell you, one of the best things we ever did for our home. 210-767-0995. Hey, Trey Ware here for Texas State Equipment, and i got great news. Snow. No snow. No snow, but extreme cold is coming our way. 
It's Warren Rima, Trey Ware, Sean Rima here on KTSA. A couple of uh, quick stories to toss in real fast here. Sure. Number one, Clarence Thomas is such an awful human being, according oh, to the terrible. left and MSNBC. He's terrible. He's awful. As he goes out with Reese across America and doesn't call any attention to himself, and he's out there just as anybody else laying wreaths at Arlington Cemetery. Now, you, di- you didn't hear that on ABC. They're not talking about how there's a Supreme Court justice out there. The only one, by the way, I don't think Katanje was out there or, you know, <laughs> Sotomayor. Shocking. But uh, this is not the first time that Clarence Thomas has done something like this just a few years ago. He was seen cleaning up Arlington Cemetery, a Supreme Court that. justice yeah. with a broom and a, a dustpan walking around at Arlington Cemetery cleaning the place up. He's a horrible human being, isn't he? Horrible. And you know, it's it's it, he he's portrayed as such a dour negative figure and he always has been. <laughs> he's a but behind the scenes what you hear from people God. is He's apparently really funny, very you know jovial, and gives people hugs. And... I know those people that you're talking about, yeah. and I've talked to them over the years. In fact, I did a whole week's worth of shows in Washington, and that was one of the questions I would ask everybody who knew him. Right. And, oh, man, he's a laugh a minute. Yeah, <laughs> he's a prankster. He's yeah. <laughs> Even the people who politically disagree with him, just he still love the guy because oh, yeah. he's apparently... But you're not going to ever hear that side of him. Mm-hmm. Through the lens of the of the media, because they hate his guts. He got along with Ruth Bader, and so did Scalia. That yeah. was the thing. You know, they got along really, really well. Forget about that today. Well, the, today is a different. It's a different ethic. You, you're not supposed to get along with people you disagree with, yeah. even at that level. They were all. You think about what an insular community of people the Supreme Court must be. You know, especially the justices. You'd think that they would get along behind the scenes, but apparently not anymore. Well, who's the leaker? Who is the leaker? We're never going to know. Think about that. One of the justices. (laughs) The the other thing that we have to talk about, just briefly here, because, you know, it's not a big sports thing here on our show, but we have to call attention to another classic cowboy collapse yesterday. The Dallas Cowboys were leading one of the worst teams in the league yesterday, and they fell apart at the end uh, to the point where they lost and uh, and, and they're going to play the best team in the league this coming Saturday and they're going to get killed. They're just going to get killed. Right, well, I'm going to ask you the same question yeah. I've asked my wife. Right. Why does everybody like the Cowboys when they seem to lose constantly? I don't know. I, I, <laughs> does your wife have an answer? No. Say, I don't either. We were raised with it in our blood. That's what she said. And it's just part of who we are. I have tried to quit them, kind of like an addict trying to quit their drug. <laughs> and I keep coming. You know, the scripture says a dog returns to his vomit. And that's what I feel like every time I come back yeah, next year. Every time year, you watch the Cowboys, you, I just you, your dog like, returning to its vomit. I know, they're go- I know what's going to happen. I know it, and they did it to me yesterday. Well, I just so. I feel bad for all of you because it's, well, it's gonna be. I'm glad you do. It's gotta suck, man. Well, okay. My wife doesn't watch anymore. By the way, she got turned off by a lot of the anti-American uh, stuff. Well, and, but see, the Cowboys never did that. They never bought right. off on that. So you know, I, I can still watch them. Uh, the Patriots. They had an awful thing to, to uh, yesterday. <laughs> they were tied up at the end of the game. It was st- tied up at the end of the game, it was and instead of taking ever. a knee. To go into overtime, they hand the ball off. The guy runs for 20 yards and turns around and pitches to one of his teammates to lateral it to him, and he misses and throws it right to the opposition who runs for the touchdown and wins. Yeah, This was a a first-grader mistake. Yep. Well, it was embarrassing. It really was. (laughs) That's what I say. It really was. I'm just glad. It it just reminded me of the Patriots they grew up watching. Oh, really? Yeah. Back in the the 70s and 80s, and it was just a calamity. You were waiting for Steve Grogan to walk out, weren't you? you (laughs) Even at his age, he probably gave us a better chance. (laughs) Put him in there. (laughs) Well... I'm just glad this damn soccer's over. Can we talk about that a minute? It's over. Would you mind us talking about that? No, it's over. Because James, it's over. I brought this up earlier today. All bets are off, pal. Well, wait a minute. What? (laughs) I brought this up earlier this morning. And I asked Jimmy about this because I don't understand it. I'm not trying to trash him or his sport because he's a soccer guy. And he won 550 bucks on the game yesterday. Yes, he did. Okay. Vamos, Argentina! Yeah. (laughs) 
But but here's here's my question. He can't find Argentina on a map, but he's pretty Greg, excited. Seriously. He just knows Eva Perone. Yeah, that's all that matters. Eva Perone. So I'm like this. I'm sitting there thinking, okay, they're tied up. So they're going to go into overtime, and they're going to settle this by doing what? By playing soccer, right? Isn't that what you do? I guess. Right. I don't know. I don't understand any of it. Well, in football, when you got a tie in football, you flip a coin and you play some more football to decide who wins the no, football Baseball, game. you go into extra innings if you have to. Thank right, you. Right. But you, you don't start playing basketball, do you, in baseball? Uh, you uh, actually keep playing right. baseball until you have a, a winner. Is that correct? Right. Baseball right. won't stop until somebody wins the game. Right. They'll play 15, 16 innings. But did you will. know in soccer they don't play soccer to decide the winner? They just kick it into the into the goal. They just start kicking. Wow. Into the goal. They don't actually play the game. Is that So that's why at the end it was just those dudes kicking it into the net. Exactly. Right. It was fascinating. fascinating. I, well, I was watching with rapt attention. I, all I want to know is how come <laughs> when you're tied up and you want to try to decide who the winner of a soccer game is, why don't you play soccer to decide who the winner of a soccer know, game man. is? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just Wait, glad it's but, over. But J- Jimmy probably knows. My God. Jimmy went probably on for weeks. knows. They already played 120 minutes, and it was tied. So, so they, what, they're tired? It goes, yes. <laughs> yeah, they're worn out. Yeah, after 120 minutes, they've a player runs, that's about 8 to 10 miles of running. Yeah. So they're tired. Uh-huh. Yeah, but hey, what, what about that guy that the, the won the Golden Glove or whatever it is? In a, yeah, uh, I know. See that? Yeah, the, the guy with the, with the hand. Right, yeah. That, yeah. W- that wasn't very mature. Yeah, it's kind of funny, though. So, but just, <laughs> you know, <laughs> they go to penalty kicks to decide oh. it after 120 minutes, and you get five right. shots. And then that keeps going until someone has more goals than the other. It's just hockey does it. So this would, uh, now in my sport, that would be like if they decided to uh, go into overtime for football and all they allowed was the kicker to come out and kick through the uprights. Right. That would be very dramatic. <laughs> oh, it would be a boring as crap. You're supposed to play football to decide who wins a football game. You play soccer to decide who wins a soccer game. That's what I say. <laughs> well, over a billion people, over a billion people were happy way. with how the score was played. I know. I'm so sick of hearing it. Uh-uh. Oh, more people on planet Earth like that. Soccer than any other game in, on planet Earth. I heard that all day yesterday. Well, it's factual. It, I know it's true. It's just not true of me. That's I'm, all. I'm, I'm well, just, you know, the, the thing is, and why soccer is so popular. Why is it uh, so popular, it, Don? It, because it's it's simple to play. You it basically is. need a ball and a pair of shorts. You don't even need <laughs> And you just <laughs> run up and you're kicking the ball. You really don't even kicking need the balls. They spend the day kicking balls. Yeah. You don't wow. even need clothes to play soccer. No, I mean, you can play. You don't even thing. need to play clothes. Wear clothes. Hey, man, you give yourself a nice lawn rash there. You go down. Seriously. Right. But it is, I'm just, it is the uni- I'm swinging in the rain. It's just, it's over. I get my living room back. I don't know who any of these it's people the, are. been the in my living room for the best. easiest sport for Six poor weeks. people to play. That's, that's, <laughs> well, yeah, you don't need no, a lot of true. Well, I mean, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why it's so loved. You, you don't need a, a $2 million race car and fuel and a team, right? You don't need, you don't need a bunch of pads or helmets. Or right. Anything. You just need some... Pair of shorts and some some cleats. And some guy with a little bitty flag. What is he yeah. doing when he calling puts a, offsides? You know, calling off. There's offsides. Yeah, it just looks like everybody. It's mass chaos. Everybody's running all over the field. How do you decide offsides? I thought well, certain offsides. players can only go so far up the field. I thought offsides <laughs> is when certain chicks wear tank tops. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's all, there's no way. You got to take it to naughty town. He really what does. What's wrong with you? I don't know anything about sports. So you know. Hey, what's on your computer screen? Oh, she's on a trampoline. Very yeah. cool. Helps me focus, okay? You Merry do, Christmas. You could do NASCAR, Sean. All you got to do is turn left. <laughs> yeah. I worked for a station once. <laughs> yeah. I worked for, uh-huh. wait, I know you love NASCAR, but uh-huh. I worked for a station once where we used to air the game, air the races. Mm-hmm. Now, NASCAR does not translate well on radio. No. Because it's just three hours of... <laughs> No, no, it's not. You got to get to the right guy doing it. No, it's not. Oh. I used to sit there and have to board off that stuff. Uh, right. no, you know, it's the, not that. There's no Vin Scully of NASCAR. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> if Vin Scully could have transferred over to NASCAR, I would have listened. Uh, uh, you know? 
So you need somebody like that. Troy Aikman of NASCAR, anyway. Okay, so uh, soccer's done for four years. Thank you, you, Jesus. You don't have to worry about this again for four years. Four years. No. We got Women's World Cup next year. Oh, since you mentioned women. What's a woman? Thank you. Thank you. Since you mentioned women. The UT Women's Volleyball, they won the national championship this weekend. Nice Man. job. I'm going to go back yes. and watch it, too. I miss watching the volley, women's volleyball. That's a sport right there. Now, that makes sense. You know why? Because they play volleyball until they have a winner. They don't start playing croquet. I can think of another reason. I can think of another reason <laughs> why. Here we go again. <laughs> I can think of another reason why women's volleyball would be fun to watch. Why? You know. <laughs> See, Why? He's, dirty, he's just a dirty old man. Oh, did you get to... couple of reasons. Rima. No, I'm sorry. You're sick. Wow. You're a sicko. No, somebody had to say it. Can we have a prayer meeting for him and just I pray for his soul? All the sports talk. i gotta, I got to take it to Dirty Town. So <laughs> you it, sure do. We're talking about something I understand. <laughs> all right. Come on, man. <laughs> we could have a, a high-ranking representative from each organized religion. That's what we're going to have to have. Right. I've read all their books. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll take, we'll take a quick break. More wearing Rhyme coming up. I want to tell you about Shirts Funeral Home. Great people at Shirts Funeral Home. Anytime that you need funeral planning services, Shirts will be there for you, and that includes holidays. Uh, they're always on duty and always ready to meet with you and talk with you about funeral planning, whether that is happening today and you need funeral plan put together right away or it's something that you're thinking about for the future. I've talked to you many, many times about pre-planning and pre-need. That's where you sit down with Shirts Funeral Home and you plan out your own funeral and then 20, 30, 40, you know, however long it is years from now, you've already decided on everything and you paid for it in today's dollars, which is a whole lot better than what your kiddos will have to pay for down the road. It's a smart idea, and Shirts Funeral Home can help you make those decisions and get that funeral planned out and paid for today so your kiddos and grandkiddos won't have to worry about it. They're really, really, really great people. Shirts Funeral Home, 210-658-9224. Martin Bomba here for French's Custom Outdoor. Lightful, and since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Hey, I found your story. Story for you. What's that? Topless Argentina fan could face jail time after celebrating World Cup victory. Argentina fan celebrating a bit too hard in guitar uh, when they kicked the winning field goal. Woman spotted by viewers on television. I saw that. No, you didn't. We saw the woman with her shirt off. With her shirt off? Well, she's in trouble. And, uh, I mean, especially there. That's a really bad place. Oh, yeah, That's right. a really bad place to get declothed. De- we did see that. Actually, I didn't see it personally, but I remember because I'm sitting yeah. there watching it with everybody. Yeah, right, and they start screaming. Like, did you see that woman with her shirt off? I'm like, no, I didn't. Where? God, the only thing you were watching soccer for. The only thing I would have found interesting, and I missed it. Um, let's talk real quick here before I leave. Mm-hmm. About Friday, uh, we're going to do this all week and just keep reminding people right. that uh, the weather weather is going to make a dramatic turn Thursday afternoon and into the night, uh, Thursday night, right. where temperatures are going to just, like a rock, fall through. I mean, they're going to be moderate the next couple of days, kind of like, you know, what it's su- supposed to be. Right. It starts out Thursday, kind of what it's supposed to be, but then, bang, and it's going to hit, and it's going to be cold all weekend. And cold enough where Don Morgan and his banger blood is going to feel it. I mean, doesn't matter well, who you are. It, it, like I said, it doesn't matter where you grew up or whatever. <clears throat> when you get down to it, feels like one degree. Yeah. That's cold, no matter who you are, man. Could feel like minus. <laughs> it could feel like minus right. Friday morning. So that's when you cold. Get, you know, Friday morning, we're talking about wind chills from minus ten to right around zero, one or two degrees. Wind chill. Right. The actual temperatures will be in the teens. Now on Friday it'll be sunny enough to warm up to the like the mid thirties, low to mid thirties, something like that on Friday. Right, right. Then Saturday we're going to start off at seventeen, and warm up to about forty-ish or upper thirties on Saturday. That's Christmas Eve, and then on Sunday we're going to start out at about twenty-one-ish in Christmas wow. Christmas Day. I'm sorry, Christmas morning, somewhere around a twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two degree mark, and should go up to around forty some right, odd. Right. On, on Christmas Day, so this is uh, this is going to rival the coldest Christmas we've ever had. Layer up. That's the best way to do it. Yeah, or layers are the best way to do it. If you can prepare early for Friday, that's that's going to be the biggie. Sure. And then Saturday and Sunday, just build a fire and do just Christmas stay, stuff in the house. Just stay inside, man. Bake and all that stuff. Bake, yeah, you know, get baked, whatever. Um, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> See. 
<laughs> layers, though. I'm trying it's, to help people. It, layers are the best way to go. Drugs and nudity with this guy. Drugs and nudity. <laughs> Get baked. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, anyway, yes, layers are, are are. People think they just need like a big fluffy something, but layers are the best way to stay warm. Well, and pray for those <laughs> illegal immigrants that they oh, have been God. bringing in because they got you know they got well all the homeless are going to be on the streets, and animals are going to be forgotten out uh-huh. there too. Yeah, so yeah. it's warm up Friday, man. Got a few days to prepare. Yep. All right, have a great show. Thank you, sir. See you in the morning. All right, 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. I love you, San Antonio. Bye.